Howdy, This After Dark listeners. Toy Story Land is opening up at Hollywood Studios on June 30th. Book now for some great summer deals and to see what's new. Take a ride on the Slinky Dog Dash coaster, ride the alien swirling saucers with the kiddos, enjoy a new third track on Toy Story Mania, and grab a bite to eat at Woody's Lunchbox. Remember, if you book with me, I'll take care of your dining reservations, fast passes, and create a personalized itinerary just for you and your family. Mention this ad to get $25 off your deposit. Reduce stress by letting me do the planning for you. I make the plans, you make the memories. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com and on social media at WPMagicJourneys. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Hello and welcome to uh, this this random episode of This After Dark. Um, I'm joined by my good buddies and pals, Mr. P. Dosper Washington, and the extremely talented Mr. Ripley. Good evening. Hello. Bonjour. Mr. Ripley might fall asleep during this recording because we are recording an hour and a bit later than usual. So uh, (laughs) if if you do hear snoring, uh, it's scheduled. Don't worry. I've been on the Cherry Pepsi Max this evening. and it tastes. It tastes like cowpole, so I'm, I'm <laughs> wide awake. Was that your Was that your first time? It was my first time. Yeah. Have you tried ginger? No, no one likes gingers. Ginger. Ginger. <laughs> we just alienate <laughs> like one one sixteenth of our listeners. One percent. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, the ginger one's interesting, actually. But yeah, I, I'm just a sucker for cherry pepsi. I blame America, to be honest. It was because the the first time I went to America, I discovered wild cherry Pepsi, and so mm-hmm. I've always had a taste for it ever since then. So it's it's America's fault, just like a lot of the problems of the world. Now, <laughs> and of course, what we're talking about tonight, because this uh, is an episode we put together because of the the major announcement, major confirmation that's happened today. So we thought um, it'd be good to to, to get together and, and discuss what's going on. Uh, I'll for everyone else to discuss what's going on because I actually really don't know what's going on. Um, but to kind of go through what this is going to potentially mean for for the future now that it's you know it looks like it's going to be done and dusted. So without further ado, 
we'll start the show as we normally do each and every episode uh, with what is everybody drinking and uh, Mr Ripley are you drinking uh, I am being boring I'm just drinking water sorry it keeps you hydrated and keeps you alive mm. we should all drink more of it well so my Fitbit tells me so ah other, other fitness trackers are available I've got a Apple Watch and uh, yeah. P-Dubs lower the tone <laughs> that's always me that's just normally Craig <laughs> Who might join us if he finishes work? That's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, myself, I am boring as well. I've got a, a pint of orange squash. Right, wow. okay. Well, I do feel like I've I've completely overdressed for the occasion as I open <laughs> very badly. Hang on. I've actually had to put my hand in the shirt. Oh, Jesus. Nick's drinking nothing. Hang on. What is going on? I think it's too cold. There you go. Uh, the screw top version, of course, of uh, a World Cup Budweiser because it is still World Cup season. So chin chin, dilly dilly. It's coming home. Yeah, I'm the only one drinking that. So that's, that's well, I'm only having one, so I'll be alright. I'm sure I'll be alright. So, um, the big news, the, the big news, God, I'm taking one <laughs> sip and I'm already slurring. Right. The big news. <laughs> Um, and we we did talk about this when the story first kind of broke uh, a few months ago, but as of today, it looks like it's all done and dusted. Um, is is it Disney are buying Fox? Looks like yeah. So today was well, actually P-Dubs. What was the significance of today? So today was the day that um, Fox were looking at the bid from Comcast. Uh, a bit of $65 billion. Um, obviously, they'd already accepted Disney's original offer, what, six months ago, of, and it was only $52 billion. Um, yeah. Only. <laughs> only. Made up of, of shares, originally Disney's offer, and you Comcast... Time, back time. <laughs> Which is appropriate, seeing as she's in a Universal film that's coming out shortly. Let's not mention uh, that film. <laughs> um, so yeah, they they were taking it to the board, the the sixty five billion dollar offer from Comcast, which was all cash. Um, but, but at the last minute, Disney came back with their bid of sixty one point three billion dollars <laughs> this morning, um, which was made of cash and shares. This time, it's a fifty fifty deal. Um, and that this afternoon was accepted, um, knocking Comcast bid back once more, um, and put Disney back in the the driving seat. I mean, I, I, surely I'm not the only person that's repulsed by those numbers. <laughs> well, I, I just wonder if uh, you know Murdoch rung up Universal was like. Got a great idea here, lads. Sorry, he's not Cockney. He's not Ray um, Winston. <laughs> <laughs> he comes up every show, Ray Winston, doesn't he? Well, I'd see what to be fair, if you if you <laughs> if you bear in mind that the person that usually came up on these episodes was Jimmy Savile, I think we made a good okay. switch. That's a good that's yeah. a good improvement. So he'd be like, Okay then mate, I'll tell you what we're gonna do, right? We're gonna really mug this Disney load off, right? I want you to put in another bid that you don't even have to find money for. Increase our price, and then we'll go in 50-50 with you for the extra we get out of Disney. 
And it ha- and it worked. Right. And he would have got away with it too if it weren't for them damn meddling kids. Oh, wait, none of them give a toss anymore, do they? What, you mean his own kids? Yeah. Well, they're kind of, you know, been thrown on the trash heap, haven't they? I think yeah. they were all expecting to take Daddy's, Daddy's empire and it's it's gone. It's been, it's well, been they, ripped away from them. Yeah, but they can go and be the head of News of the World, Sky News. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's true. So, um, I mean, I, di- I didn't actually, as a Disney shareholder, I didn't actually get my letter asking me to vote. What? Yeah. Apparently. Well, then that's null and void, then. <laughs> I've not had my say. Um, yeah, apparently they were supposed to send it out. I think I think maybe I didn't change my address or something. But um, I mean, regardless, you know, and, and you know, the financials are disgusting, you know. But, um, you know, it's, it's a, an important milestone, really. I think this is going to have big ramifications. Um, now... I think we talked about in the group, in our little Facebook chat group, about, and you know, you just mentioned there about, you know, Murdoch, you know, kind of going to Comcast to drive up the price a little bit. But you have to say, bearing in mind what we've been talking about in Universal after that recently, and about the lack of franchises and stuff like that, that I think, uh, I think Comcast needed it more than Disney. To me, there's well, only one element that Disney really needs to get their hands on. And if they've paid $65, million, uh, $65 billion for this, then that's ludicrous. But that is um, the rights to episode four. <laughs> and, and that's another story for later on in the episode. Mm, true, true. The problem is, is now, if anybody in the theme parks go, oh, uh, you know, we could do with being paid a living wage, they could go, sorry, we had to pay the extra because of bloody universal go and blame them buggers up the road you know what I'm saying <laughs> whilst they twirl their moustache um, but it's, it's, a, it's a fair point I mean um, it's just yeah I mean I think I think that's why it, it seems so so disgusting really is the fact that you're talking about you know billions and, and you know billions of pounds dollars um, to, to sort of deal like this out and yet you've got Disneyland employees Living in cars, yeah. We're not paid a living, yeah. We're not paid a living wage, um. So yeah, I mean, you can say that about everything, but I, I just don't understand how these things are worth as much as they are. How, how they, how it can be justified in the way it's, it's just a bit sick, really. But, um, I mean, it is gonna, it, it's, it's gonna cause huge ruptures. And, and Paul, is there any? You know, is this it now? Is there nothing to stop this? There, there is still... Comcast could still come back with another bid. Um, I did read one article. I don't read too much into it that that was basically saying that Comcast were going to come back with $75 billion. Um, I don't see it. They may come back with another bid. Uh, I don't know, but at the moment there was no official talk of it. Um... Comcast will struggle massively. They're already in debt anyway. Um, oh, if they go, if they go much further, I can't honestly see it get past the government hmm. over there um, because they've got no funds to pay for it. Um, I know Disney have obviously gone to to their banks and said we need cash now. Um, Was that a bank of Scrooge McDuck? Well, yeah, <laughs> Bob Iger's already dancing around in coins anyway. <laughs> Um, he, he definitely is, yeah. 
but I honestly don't know whether they're they're willing to risk going any further. There's got to be a point where you go and you know, enough's enough. Um, and, and the thing is as well, Disney are actually playing off Fox's debt, so the deal itself is actually eighty-seven billion because they've got fifteen billion worth of debt to pay off as well. Um, so, so to add even more debt to it, if Comcast take over. I don't understand how any of these companies can be in the amount of debt that they are and still all, be worth what they're worth. All companies, all big companies are just in debt. It's like all countries, they're all in debt. It's, yeah. just, a, it's just a fact of life because they oh. never think they're ever going to go bust. Yeah, I mean, that, you're, you're completely right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that naive. I mean, I'm very naive, but I'm not naive to the fact that it's, it's not an unusual position to be in. Um, cue the Tom Jones music. But um, at the same time, it's still... Just, just baffles me that that is, that seems logical. I know it is crazy. Yeah. I mean, in, I mean, you wouldn't run a small business like that, and then you also wouldn't yourself as a person. You wouldn't run your own finances like that, would you? Well, I'm not being funny, right? I've, I, the other, a few weeks ago, I got a phone call because um, I've got like. Um, a bank account which like i don't i don't use i've had it for years I've, I've not used it for a long time and because like interest just just builds up anyway even when you've got nothing in there i was like i don't know uh, a pound or something overdrawn and it's just like added interest and i'm like oh you're you're near your credit limit of 150 quid do you want to make a payment and i was like uh yeah okay so that, that was being 150 pound so that was being like almost a pound over my overdraft limit I mean, 150 quid, and the bank's calling me up. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I've got myself into all sorts of terrible debt at the moment because I've been taking out all these uh, Muppets credit cards from Barclays, and uh, I I didn't read the terms and conditions. I just assumed that you know, once you spent it, Kermit would pay it off for you. And now I'm in all sorts of bloody trouble. Oh, see, this is exactly what Craig said would happen. Oh, Craig! If If only I'd listened. This is why you need to subscribe to Dad and listen to them when they first come out. You wouldn't get yourself in these problems. So don't get yourself involved on the Mickey Mouse credit cards. Oh, don't. Especially I now. Mean, the thing is, do Americans know that in this country, everything that we think the shit, we call Mickey Mouse? No. I mean, that is hilarious, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we like Mickey Mouse, so it's not even really supposed to be an insult, but you're absolutely right. If something is like a knockoff, it's a Mickey Mouse product. The Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Also, also known as uh, Fisher Price, I use Fisher Price quite a lot as well. Other other brands of stuff are available. Um, okay, so let's assume Comcast won't come back with a counter, or even if they do, it will still be like denied. So the only thing stopping this going through now would be, you know, involvement from the government. Yeah, that's the only and, thing that can stop this happening now. And I did a a call today and said they're already six months into being prepped right. and he's he's become more convinced that he, they will have no problems getting it through yeah well it, yeah they first announced this I think it was just before Christmas wasn't it yeah so yeah you know if you know your intentions are to do something then the smart thing would be to start laying the foundations for that so it sounds like that's already been done um so yeah, I mean this is this is going to be huge. Um, what do we think this is going to mean? Because 
you know, obviously once upon a time Fox was kind of seen as the home of Star Wars, even though it was Lucasfilm, and they've had that for a while. Uh, Avatar is obviously also a Fox property. Um, but I mean, do we think this is going to have any kind of, in the short term at least, any any kind of implications on on the theme park side of things? No. I like I it. T- <laughs> I'll tell you why. Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios is opening in the next couple of weeks or so, isn't it? Mm. And let's be honest, it, it's not great, is it? It's, I mean, it looks all right at night, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not fantastic. It's not going to set the world alight, is it? That theme, that land has cost the same as making six Toy Story movies, the original Toy Story. Shit. So you've got to think to yourself, in Bob Argus position, should I just just crap out another Star Wars film or should I bother putting money into theme parks? Well, we'll come on to why that might not be a smart idea. <laughs> yeah, a little bit later on when we discuss the most toxic fandom in the world. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't understand why Toy Story Online cost that much, to be honest, because other than Slinky Dog, isn't everything else kind of nicked from other parks anyway? Certainly the design of it is not very original compared to what Paris had eight years ago and what Hong Kong uh, has got in there as well. I think, I think the thing is, is if, if you as a person go into a shop and buy a biro, it's about 30p. If the NHS tries to buy a biro, it's about £6.50. Mm-hmm. I think that's the problem with Disney. It's because they're so large and they've got so many people in so many departments. Yeah. I think everything they do, construction-wise, just costs an absolute bloody fortune. Okay, I understand that analogy because I do. I have done work with the NHS before, and um, yeah, absolutely ludicrous how they do business, um, and, and other companies like that. That's probably one of all, all these big companies in debt because they don't know what they're actually paying for stuff. Well, this is probably it. I mean, if all right, Universal is a different beast. But if you take, like, for example, their um, their uh, Universal Creative Department, you know. They have you one. Can, you can get all of them in a taxi. Well, yeah, that explains why every attraction is the bloody same. <laughs> look, it won't be once they get that new Harry Potter roller coaster up and running, right? I like the look. If if, if that is based on what they've already got in Europa Park that I looked at yesterday, I think that'll be a decent ride. So um, I'm all for it. And from, from the sound of what they're putting into it as well, not just the ride itself, I think mm. I think we're in for a, a bit of a treat again. Yeah. That. And, and look, you know, the thing is, I joke, I really do like Universal, but I, I can also see why people have issues with the fact that the, the the newer rides have been very samey, and they have been. So I think it's good for them to kind of get back on track. But regardless of that, there is no reason why a land with those attractions in should cost anywhere near that amount of money. How, just out of curiosity, do you know, Chris, how, how much... Um, difference in cost it was between Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios and uh, Pandora uh, give me two seconds we're just getting the abacus out listeners uh, so um, Pandora was double what they spent on Toy Story Interesting. Okay. Although that was more innovative. I'll, I'll give them that. I mean, the thing is with Avatar, um, that was from scratch. 
wasn't it? Yeah. That was completely from scratch. So, yeah. Toy Story Land is just a version of what they've had in other theme parks. Yeah. So, I, I can kind of understand why that that's the case. I mean, the other thing that they could possibly do, like the future, which, which seems to be what Disneyland are doing, is seem to be doing really clever refurbishments. You know, the Pixar Pier stuff, it's all the same old hat, but they've refurbed it, and it's all got a new name. Same thing with Terror of Ta- the Tower of Terror. Perhaps they'll be doing more of that, maybe, at uh, World. Now, we've we've discussed quite often about the fact that, you know, Disney was always... Um, had some had some excellent original concepts for attractions. You know, Pirates, Haunted Mansion, um, Tiki Room, obviously. Um, but we have seen over the last decade or so... They've got a lot more IP based, um, you know, with things like Frozen, with things like um, even stuff like Avatar, I suppose, and Star Wars, Toy Story. Um, do we think this acquisition today is going to mean that we're going to see even more of that? And going back to your comment there about refurbishments, do we think that we will see more refurbishments of what we consider to be uh, classical tr- uh, attractions today? to change them to be more IP-based. I, I think so. I think that's the way it's going. And I know me and Chris discussed this on the, the Disneyland edition because that, that was one of the questions that had the Imagineers lost lost some of their imagination as such. Um, and, and, and my reasoning behind it was that they are now kind of the second, second coming of Imagineers. Um they're kind of trying to emulate what what was before, but they've got so much in front of them now mm. that's already there that they don't really need to think about it. Mm. They can go, oh, look, there's something else we can use. Let's take that and, and run with it. Um, and and I think that's that's the way it's going to be for, for a while until, until Disney hit one of those patches where they, they struggle again. With with films, and at some point it'll happen. I'm sure it will. We're already starting to see it with Star Wars, and and we'll talk about that in in a minute. Um, I don't think we've ever hyped up talking about another bit of news as much as we have. That's the third no, time. That's the third time now. Yeah, <laughs> twenty minutes or so. We'll cut to it later. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of Fox properties and what that now means we will see under the Disney umbrella. Now, obviously, one of the big things is the fact that there's a whole section of Marvel that has been Fox. So we've got X-Men, Deadpool, uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah. All been Fox properties. Um, That will now come under Disney ownership. Um, I'm assuming they will probably keep Fox as Fox it sounds like it that sounds that sounds what the plan was yeah and it, it gives them the opportunity to produce different movies yeah a bit like but, you know a bit like a, a more extended version of Touchstone yeah I suppose yeah um but I'm trying to think outside of that what other franchises that now brings to the House of Mouse um Alien, I suppose, is one of the the more obvious ones. 
Yeah. Um, well, the, the, going back to Marvel quickly, that you know they're not going to be able to um, bring any of the characters, are they? In world, that is. What's that? What? What Marvel? Yeah. 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 That's that's still going to be that's still going to be taboo. Um, I mean, other than Deadpool, but they probably wouldn't. Can watch. you? I want a Deadpool meet and greet. <laughs> For Mickey's not so scary. I'll tell you what they could oh, do. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Well, I'll tell you what they could do. They don't seem to be doing anything with it, with it at the moment. They could revert Stitch's Great Escape into its original incarnation. Yeah. That never actually got made. Yeah. Like the original original. Not the not the one yeah. that we did get, but the one that we were supposed to get. Yeah. So bringing... Geiger's Alien. That's right. Um, yeah, that won't scare anyone. <laughs> no, at all. The one, the one at Hollywood Studios was bad enough, but that was more the the model of Sigourney Weaver than anything. <laughs> I did not like that scene. I hate, always hated that scene. Reminds mm. me why I never got to go to Alien Alien War in London. Does everyone, does everyone remember Alien War? No, no, not a thing. Alien War was um, in the Trocadero, and they had basically rebuilt the set, sets from Alien, and you ran around. You know what was supposed to be like a you know spaceship type environment, and um, the aliens would come out of the ceiling or come out of like uh, floor panels or out the you know out of grated doors and stuff and just chase you around. It was probably like the first attempt in the UK of having a, uh, a scare attraction, like a proper scare attraction, and it was all themed to aliens. And it was open for about three years, I think. Mm. Mysteriously um, flooded and got closed for repairs and never reopened. But it was like a massive thing. Like you know, Fox, you know, assisted them with it and, and gave them certain props and, and bits like that. Um, there was a trailer for it, I think, on the Alien Free video for it. But I know some people did it, and they were like, "Yes, it was shit scary because it was just like being in an Alien film." Right. There you go. Hmm. Um, do we? Th- uh, you know, I'm not sure if there's enough IPs for. It. I mean, obviously Fox have their animation division as well, which is, you know, a, quite a poor um, companion to like your DreamWorks or or the like or Illumination. But do we think that they might try and build a theme park around it? I'm not talking necessarily like a, a, a gate, like an extra gate at Disney, but just. You know, we've got all these characters now. Let's build Foxworld or something. Right, slap bang in the middle of the country. It gives them another option, doesn't it? It really does. Um, uh, maybe we've always said that, that Universal is a more adult-oriented theme park, obviously proven by Halloween Horror Nights. Mm. Um, maybe Disney might look at doing something more, more like that. Than just a, a child friendly park wouldn't surprise me. Mm. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at it now. Of all the films they've made, and it's literally the only ones that have made any money have been Ice Age. Oh, you mean the animation division? Yeah, yeah. I think Rio. I remember Rio being a fairly big hit. Um, but what do they want all this nonsense for? I mean, this is this is called Blue Sky Studios. It's a company right. that Fox bought. Yeah. What? Why would they want that? Why would Disney want it? Absolutely exactly, no Disney idea. stuff is 
make him, you know, hand over fist compared to the... Somewhere to put John Lasseter? Let him nowhere near the, the crayons, as far as I yeah. at the moment. Um, but yeah, you could be right. Um, but well, that's it. I mean, to be honest, I've been trying to really understand why Disney want Fox so much. And so there's, there's to me, there's only two elements of things they should really have been interested in, and that was having the ownership of A New Hope and um, the, the Marvel side of things. To bring that back into the fold, so the only major character now that's not under their ownership is Spider-Man. Yeah, and the Spideyverse, if you want to cover I, that. I just think it's, I just think it's really idiotic because, you know, you, you you've got a you've got a situation now where as a company they own so many production houses, putting out so many films, they like to stick their bloody logo on everything. And people are getting this attitude now that, oh, well, I'm not going to bother watching, uh, you know, Han Solo because I've only just gone to the cinema and watched the last Disney film, which was Avengers. Mm. You, you know, you're getting that, you're getting Disney releasing, you know, it'd be a film a week before long. And how long before they all start eating into each other's business and more of the dots being joined where people are just saying, you know, Disney's just trying to rip us off all the bleeding time. Well, how about this, right? And this is this is off my head, so some of this I'm, I might even forget stuff here, right? But December we got the Last Jedi. January, I think you know they gave themselves a month off. February we had Black Panther. March we had a wrinkling time. April which, we had Infinity War, which nobody went and saw wrinkling time. No. Uh, April we got Infinity War. Then in May we got Solo. Um, in June, have we got anything coming out in June? I don't not think a, so. Not officially in the UK, but the US did get the Incredibles. Incredibles. Yeah, okay. So the Incredibles, and just, 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 because, I just want you guys to know how much I love you. I had uh, tickets to go and see the Incredibles two tonight, and I decided to record a podcast with you instead. Well, there's yeah. dedication for you. Yeah, it's 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 all that, and not because my wife had to go out to work and I couldn't attend. Um, <laughs> and I just had to go is, and see opening day with every other sucker. The thing is, what I would do um, in this situation, and I, I don't think they will because I think they've paid too much money for it now. But I would go through Fox and look at what's making money, what's not, and just sell off all the stuff that's not making money because there's loads of stuff here when you look at it that's just you know. Nonsense! It's rubbish. Why I'm still not it? convinced that's not what they're going to do. You know, that's what everyone used to say was going to happen to Disney years ago. Yeah. But I think they should do do that with Fox. Yeah, there's there's bargaining chips there as well. But keep the good the stuff, stuff that they do want. Sell the rubbish. But the thing is, like just there, in six months, they released five films. Right. And, that, and that's just it, because I can't think of anything that came out in January. There might have been something then. I'm sure there wasn't, but you know. Yeah, but in those six months, how many Fox films came out? Well, nothing Nothing that was memorable if it did. I'm sure Fox must have released something, but... Oh, Deadpool Let's 2. Deadpool 2. Yeah. yeah, so what I'm trying to say is, is in theory then, now that's Disney, essentially, that's one every month. Yep. And, to continue that trend, July sees the release of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Again, yep. these American release dates. In August, we see Winnie the Pooh. 
not Winnie the Pooh, Christopher Robin. And then nothing in September, nothing in October, I think. And then November, Wreck-It Ralph. And December, Mary Poppins. So that's nine films. And they're just the ones I can think of at the moment off the top of my head. In 12 months. Well, Fox have got ten films being released this year after... No, ten films in the next six months. Okay. And that will... I'm I'm guessing that will also be uh, Fox Searchlight and everything else. Yeah. It's not just like Fox big as old a, Fox. As a yeah. Because yeah. they've got different offshoots and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is what a movie studio does. You know, it releases big films, it releases little films. But with Disney, is, you know, supposed blockbuster after blockbuster after blockbuster. I mean, um, my, my wife and my daughter sat and watched uh, A Wrinkle in Time on Father's Day. I refused to watch it. I went upstairs and watched Sunday Brunch. Yeah. You know, I've got some sensibility. And I came, come down after two hours and was like, how was that? And they were like, absolutely boring. Um, and Fox has got. Uh, 12 coming out next year as well I mean saying that wasn't Fox behind The Greatest Showman mm, I'm sure yes. that was them so yep. yeah, could well be couldn't it they, they had the odd, the odd hit although admittedly it's, it's not made uh, Star Wars money it's just it's just had longevity but um, that, that's the thing I mean I, I, the asset thing is interesting because I just can't get my head around what Disney want with everything. I mean, my understanding is Star Wars, Marvel, and was it the streaming bit that they were trying to get involved in? The Hulu? Yeah, there's there's that. And the fact that Disney want a library Hmm. for their own streaming service. And this is what it gives them. It gives them access to every single film that Fox has ever released. Yes, I suppose, thinking of it like that, if you've got a streaming service, then you can whack on the entire Fox back catalogue, the Lucasfilm back catalogue, the Disney back catalogue, and that's quite an intriguing proposition for when you're competing against the Netflix. Yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's just share price. I think they just want to get bigger and bigger and bigger, bigger turnover, more profit. When when he took over, the share price was less than thirty points. It's now up to uh, it's over a hundred now. So he's trebled the share price since he's been CEO. Even Bob, uh, the the guy before Bob Eisner, even he couldn't get the share price up to anywhere sensible. I think he's literally just buying up companies. That's all he knows, just to increase the share price because he's got loads of shares to maximise how much money he's got in the bank. Into story. Don't think he cares about anything apart from nothing. Just money. So he's the real Scrooge McDuck. I think he is. <laughs> he's never done. You can't tell me that Iger has actively ever taken an interest in the theme parks. I'm not, I'll give Iger, um, give Eisner his due. You know, he often talked about the theme parks, rightly or wrongly, in some of the decisions that he actually did. Um, but, you know, he used to go there at least three or four times a year, every year. I mean, wasn't the room... Splash Mountain wasn't Splash Mountain like down to Sun or something. It yeah. was, yeah, on the first day, first day that he took the job. Yeah, he, he used to see what the Imagineering were doing, and his son picked Splash Mountain. 
Eisner used to go four or five times a year. He used to stay club level in a room above the lobby in the yacht club. You'd be there in that same room every time. And he would just be standing on the top of that balcony there, looking out, checking what people were doing their jobs and making sure that everything was running smooth. You wouldn't get Iger doing that, slumming it in the bloody yacht club. That's why he's got Catherine Powell now. <laughs> That's her job now. Mm. What's she doing now? Well, she's she's taking over the whole of in, this uh, side of the world. Yeah, North America. Bloody and, hell. and Paris. She's still, she's still involved with Pariston as well. Yep, it's all three. It's all three parks. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't realise she was. I thought she was leaving Paris. No, okay. still covering Paris, but she's going to be based in Anaheim. Right, probably for the best. If I could manage Paris from Anaheim, I would as well. Sorry, French listeners. Um, so, so you said about the asset stripping. So, what do you think they could realistically? sell and to who Comcast well that's that's the rumour is that Comcast is still interested in parts of it Um, there was obviously also that rumour about six weeks ago that Comcast would possibly be interested in buying Sony Um, look like they're up for sale as well Um, there's a not a loud rumour but a possible rumour that Spider-Man might be on the table if that happens and that they would swap Spider-Man for the Simpsons. Cool. So, Wait, say but, that again. Disney that have bought Simpsons via the Fox. Yep. So they would give that to Sony in exchange for Spider-Man. Yep, if Sony are bought by Comcast. Yeah, so it wouldn't be Sony giving Spider-Man up directly. It would be Comcast yeah. buying Sony and then oh, having Spider-Man gosh. and then, yeah. I think I've gone cross-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you have I've gone cross-eyed as well. Whether that's true, I don't know. It's, it's something I've read today as, as part of this whole thing. But it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, The Simpsons is knocking on 30's door, isn't it? Still makes money, though. Yeah, 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 but not like it did. I mean, I suppose it makes not money like in syndication and stuff like that. But yeah, um, still merchandise. They've got it in the parks still. Yeah, yeah. Until the millennials get it cancelled because they don't like a poo. Yeah, that, yeah. True. Um, it just, I just, uh, you know. I can see a couple of things there, but I still don't understand why they're buying all this stuff. It, you know, even with like the library stuff and everything like that, it just seems like such uh, buying. It screams of buying something for the sake of buying something. I re and maybe Chris is right. Maybe it's just to drive up that share price. But saying that, the other day they were telling people to sell the Disney shares, weren't they? Because yeah. of this whole thing. So they reckon I thought that- they were going to lose that. Oh, was that why? That, that was the only reason why, was it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it was, and it was partly due to the fact that Disney have obviously gone to the banks as well yeah, and asked for for money to cover the deal. Mm. But maybe they just really didn't like paying those IP checks to Fox every week for the uh, whatever deal they negotiated for Animal Kingdom. I wonder whether this deal was yeah. on the table at the time. 
What's what? what oh, what you mean for Pandora? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You do wonder how long this has been going for, don't you? Mm. I just, I just, I just think it's odd. I mean, you know, I would still. And I, st- I don't know how this is now going to happen, but you know, I think the the most important. Oh, that noise was apologies. Um, to me, the most important part of this whole war between Disney and Comcast at the moment still revolves around Orlando and Marvel Superhero Island because it must kill Disney every day knowing that they have got the hottest property in the world and they can't utilise it properly because of something Stanley signed off on in like 1995 or whenever it was um yeah I mean, Universal are incredibly lucky because they were so desperate to have DC characters in there. Mm. I mean, how lucky are they that DC deal fell through and they ended up with Marvel as the second best? <laughs> and they probably got a much better deal as well. Oh, yeah. Well, look at the deal they got. I mean, it's a fantastic deal. Well, because the thing is as well, at that time, um, and, and even now, I, I think, um, don't they have the DC characters at a lot of the Six Flag parks? They do, yeah. Yeah. So... You know, it wouldn't have even been exclusive to them. No. Had they got that. Because at that time, the reason why the DC characters were there was because it was part of Warner. Well, that's it. If you if you go cast your mind back to those days, Batman, you know, arguably, was the hottest comic book hero going. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, Spider-Man, Wolverine and all that, they were just really cartoons that no one really, you know. <laughs> that was it. Mm. But you know that must be the thing. That must be the deal that 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 Disney want to do is to get those Marvel characters to be using their theme parks. So maybe they will. Maybe there's something they know that they've now got as part of this Fox deal that Comcast want. The Simpsons seems like quite a big thing to give up, if I'm honest, because yeah. that's a like you know talking about libraries. That's huge. I mean, Simpsons is what. 600 odd episodes now that's a lot I, of content I'd imagine all their back catalogue and uh, through syndication makes more money than the current episodes do oh god yeah of course they do you know what I mean just, just throwing that round all the networks around the world you know well it's the same with like you know Friends is still still rakes a load of money yeah even though it's not been on the air for you know what 12 15 years something like that at this point um mm. because every, it's still shown around the world and The Simpsons I mean even in the UK, two channels in the UK show The Simpsons every day of the of the, of the year. Yeah, and we're a small country, you know. So um, yeah, you're right. That must be where their money is. But um, well, the, the the other thing that struck me about this as well is if they're buying up such a big catalogue, because Fox hasn't got lots of big properties. It's got loads and loads and loads of smaller properties. Um, so I did wonder if it was something to do with this new way that people consume their TV shows, that it's all to do with the streaming, that they're trying to buy up the catalogues so then people like Netflix you know, they can move these things from them onto their platform Disney Life or whatever the new platform's going to be called whether or not that has some kind of bearing Well, I mean, I um, P-Dubs, you've got Disney Life as well, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, I think Disney Life's great uh, and, and and we were the first country, I think, to to have a Disney streaming service. And we, at the moment, we still still are one of a handful. Um, 
but you do know you do notice the gaps so I think they just put on Zootopia or Zootropolis depending on where you are in the world um, because but you're not getting Marvel or Lucasfilm and you're not getting no you're getting like Marvel cartoons and stuff but the Marvel films aren't there right, um, right. they're still with Netflix at the moment um, for the majority of them and Sky obviously get first dibs before that um, but that's all stuff that I think will change I mean what I was hearing that when the the deal came up for the the Disney renewal with Sky bearing in mind that, that that's obviously owned, also owned by Fox um, mm. that that was going to be like, that was going to be the end of that contract so Disney were a, you know would be able to show their films on their subscription platform you know a mm. lot sooner because at the moment it's about two years from when it comes out of the cinema so they can show it on their platform which is a long old time when people want to see it now mm. you know did you know I think digital sales are still quite good I think physical sales are down um, most people wait for it to appear on Sky to watch Disney films if they've not seen them at the cinema so to wait two years to see it because it's gonna, then going to be on your Disney subscription service seems like a long wait so yeah it, it could be it could be to do with that and, and also as well as a, you know as I said episode 4 that is that the lifetime rights so that will be Fox so even when Disney bought Lucasfilm for them to put out a, a new box set they still had to kind of sign off with Fox because they had the rights to it so that will now change uh, yeah I mean if they if they've got this big market share now of, of IPs essentially um, and if they're going to start their own streaming service that's this new one that they've talked about for a long time now um, how is that going to affect your, your Netflixes, your Hulus, your Amazons if they say, right, that's it anything that Disney owns, you can now no longer show well, I mean Disney have done that with Netflix in America haven't they? That's exactly what they've done mm. um, they've, they've given their, their notice of you know not renewing their contract next year or yeah. the end of this year or whatever it is so we're already starting to see that, which is probably why uh, you know, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon are getting so heavy into producing their own content, whether that's films or whether that's uh, TV. Yeah, um, it's, it's the only way they can sort of respond to that, really, isn't it? Hmm. And again, I mean, you know, look at Netflix. That's a company that, again, is supposed to be massively, massively in debt, and is spending, you know, billions of dollars. Uh, you know, in the next two years, making all these films. Didn't I? I, I think I read this. I don't think I made it up. I, I think I read that they Netflix have got a thousand different productions currently in process right now. Well, they they parodied it in a great episode of South Park, where um, oh god, I can't remember the, the the full concept of the episode, but they wanted to that the boys in South Park wanted to um, make a TV show. Oh, well, and... Simpsons did it. <laughs> that one? No, 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 no. This is a recent one. Oh, um, okay. Although that is a classic episode. Um, 
and basically they'd phone up they phone up Netflix to try and get a, 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 a like production deal. Oh, oh I Netflix, did that, yeah. Netflix answer the phone with um, you know hire your through to Netflix. You've just been commissioned. <laughs> like everyone, like it, was, it was just like a room full of people, and every time the phone ring rang, that was it. You've been you've been picked up or you've been commissioned. I mean, um, Amazon, you can submit scripts to. Well, yes, yes, you can, and the the other one as well is that you can actually approach Amazon with whatever you've got, and they you, you know they can put it on Amazon Prime. They won't pay you for it, but they will put your content on there. Hmm. So you know if you you know obviously it's got to be you know of a certain quality production wise and you know etc cetera, etc cetera. not that bad though because um, the reason I know that is because there was a film that they made they made a zombie apocalypse film in Romford in in the shopping centre in Romford and that so didn't need much Amazon. makeup and special effects then <laughs> but um well they <laughs> they need some acting that's definitely for sure. <laughs> it's 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 quite it's, it's well it had it literally had no budget it says at the beginning of the film it does show um but yeah with that you know the reason it's on amazon prime is because you can submit stuff to amazon prime and they'll put it on because it's content um but they also have to make their own content and and you know put money into things and invest in things i mean they're spending some stupid amount of money on, on lord of the rings aren't they like isn't it 100 million dollars yeah. or something Five seasons. Yeah. Who is Amazon? Oh right, making this big Lord of the Rings show. Third gate. Third gate. Hashtag third gate. <laughs> um, was there anything else anyone wanted to talk about with regards to this deal? Is there anything we've missed off? Don't think so. Are we gonna play our little game? Yes, we can play the little game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we, kind of my idea, just to pick the most ridiculous Fox property you can think of to put into, into a Disney park. I've got a couple. Not, mm-hmm. not necessarily even a park. It could be somewhere else in Disney. Um, I've got a couple myself, so... Um, but I'll let someone else go first if they want to. Uh, cops. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you, Catboys, Catboys? <laughs> Such a tune. And where would you put that? Uh, oh, on the one nine two somewhere. <laughs> Wouldn't look out of place. <laughs> Winter Garden. <laughs> uh, w- w- would you have like an immersive experience? We get chased around by police wearing uh, body cams or well I tell you what though in all in all seriousness if you look at Fox's catalogue they do own a hell of a lot of horror properties so I think that's going to be a very interesting dynamic the next time uh, you know Universal goes to Fox and say oh we'd like to use uh, Alien versus uh, oh no never mind <laughs> oh yeah Alien Predator um, The Fly mm. was them, I, had a, I had a look a couple of weeks ago and there was at least a dozen I found. I mean, even like American Horror Story. But there was a good dozen or so properties I've either used or have co- contemplated using in the past. So that does really... Yeah, know. of course, yeah, because American Horror Stories is, is FX, isn't it? Mm, Which is yeah. uh, Fox about the O. Um, that should be the, the channel slogan. <laughs> FX, we're Fox about the O. Um, I would I would like to also go for something that's quite retro. 
Um, I would like to put. I'd like to change the council progress. Something that I would always do in one of these situations, um, mm-hmm. and I would replace it with um, scenes of the Bundy family for Married with Children. Oh <laughs> yes, animatronic Al Bundy with his hand going into his pants, a Peggy animatronic waddling on, just just beautiful. Love and marriage being played just con- continually the whole time. Yeah, I mean it's it's no less annoying than. Uh, a great big beautiful tomorrow so why not yeah and hopefully they can bring back uh, Peggy's family who of course were the wankers oh yeah the wankers yeah (laughs) that's not a swear word in America no her maiden name was wanker so when her family were in it they had to bleep it out when it was broadcast in the UK fat fans I love the wankers Mm. yeah I mean they're they're great (laughs) really great um, Pretty handy. Very handy. <laughs> don't don't leave them around biscuits. P Dub, you had a couple. Yeah, um, mine aren't, or two of mine aren't even in the park. So the the first one I want to theme a car park to dude. Where's my car? Oh, genius, <laughs> genius. Sign me up. <laughs> and then, no, and then. <laughs> Uh, the second one, I want to build Borat's Mankini shop oh. in Disney Springs. Yes. To be honest, there's workshops there already. Well, yeah. We'll look at and it's not like we've not had an underwear shop in a Disney park before. Exactly. So. True story. Did I tell you that... Uh, have I shown you the picture of where I used to live? We used to have a Polish food shop. And it was called Borat Express. And the sign of it was a picture of Borat giving the thumbs up. <laughs> Not even making this up. Uh, if I haven't, I'll, I'll uh, find a picture. I'll take a picture when I'm next down there and uh, and put it on the Facebook page. It's unbelievable, the casual racism in uh, in parts of Essex. Okay, I take your... Um, I take your last one and I raise you Mrs. Doubtfire's horror makeup show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm all yeah. over that. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Especially because there have... was a lot of makeup in that in that film. Exactly. That, that's probably one of the first. I mean, it's very. I mean, you think about it. It like it shows you a lot of like how they do this stuff for films, doesn't it? Really, how they produce the masks and everything like that. So yeah, I think oh, I'm I'm all for that. Yeah. I've got a couple of other ones as well. I want a chimpanzee enclosure theme to Planet of the Apes. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? That's a gibbon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm here already oh. to try the steak. <sighs> Vegan one. And the, and the last one, I want to retheme Typhoon Lagoon to Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> could, could you not just do Titanic well yeah maybe we could change both of them <laughs> you could also have a, a revenant enclosure <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. and what's that you, you could also um, like theme one of the bars to that bar from uh, It's Always Sunny yeah a program mm-hmm. I've never been able to get into but everyone tells me it's hilarious I'll take their word for it it's fine 
Yeah. Well, I think that's a fun game, and I'm sure there are even more suggestions than we've come up with. So if you do have any, then uh, put them on a Facebook page or at us on Twitter, and uh, we'll read those out in the next show. But before we wrap up, there are just a few other things that come about today. So we kind of alluded to it about 5,000 times earlier. Um, I think we can officially confirm that Star Wars is the most toxic fandom in all of fandoms. And I'm, I'm a wrestling fan. So... You know, in one in, on one hand, I'm quite glad that I can pass the baton on. Unfortunately, it's to my other hand, uh, being a big fan of both. So, go on, Pete. What's the news? So, it looks like the standalone a Star Wars story set of films are no more for the foreseeable future after the the relative failure of Solo. It's not um, a relative; it's a huge failure. Like you, you yeah. know. Let's not beat around the bush. Good film, badly badly pushed, badly received. Yeah. Uh, it seems like the future of the Obi-Wan film and the Boba Fett film is probably done and we won't be seeing them. See, I'll go back to my two hands theory, right? On the one hand, we don't get a Boba Fett movie. Good. Who gives a shit about him? He's in the films for yeah. thirty seconds. And everyone's <laughs> fucking obsessed with him. It's disgraceful. And we know it. We know his fucking story. It's been told. Yeah. He's a clone. Yeah. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Send in the clones. But who wouldn't want to see Ewan McGregor doing an Obi Wan Kenobi film uh, in his Lumiere voice? Me. Yeah, but you would. You're Trekkie. But because, good news for Star Trek fans, it's just been renewed, and they're going to make four different new TV shows, all based around Star Trek. So, have them apples. I hear one of them's going to feature Picard. And one of them's going to feature Picard. There you go. Yeah, so, well done, Star Wars fans. Because of your idiocy and and toxicity, (laughs) you've ruined it for everyone else. You sound like Charlton Heston at the end of Planet of the Apes. <laughs> nah, I didn't. I didn't mention the NRA once. <laughs> but that is also a Fox property. Yeah, yeah. Which we talked about. We talked about Planet of the Apes the other day, didn't we? On our Universe After Dark special episode that's coming out late this week about Jurassic World <laughs> that no one else has heard yet. Well, yeah. By the time this drops, it will only be a few, a mere few hours before the muggles get to hear the episode. The Patreons have already heard. Yeah. All I'm saying is Home Alone stunt show. <laughs> what are they I called? The, the, sticky, mic. the sticky bandits. Yes. The sticky a meet bandits. and greet with the sticky bandits. Sign me up. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, Macaulay Culkin. Another one that's, that's just another one that's just come to mind is I want to see All Star Sports rethemed to Dodgeball. <laughs> oh my god! Take all the money, especially if if I get to meet Steve the Pirate. <laughs> I want the Cobras to do their dance through the middle of the hotel. <laughs> oh man, I love Dodgeball. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Um. Was there was there something, Chris? Was there something you wanted to other than Star Trek? Obviously, mm. was there mm. anything else? Was there something you wanted to to mention tonight? Um, 
I thought it was something we said before we started the call. Seems so long ago now. Um, can't think of anything. No. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. But uh, no, we just wanted to we wanted to discuss this. I mean, this is you know probably the biggest news that's happened in in years. Really, the implications on this going forward could be felt for a long time to come. And, you know, depending on what they do with all of those things, because I just can't see them keeping everything. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I reckon I reckon Comcast and Disney will still be doing some deals. I do think that. Um, I mean, it, what would have been hilarious is if, uh, you know, like, uh, was it Blue Moon Studios, whatever they're called? The, the, Blue Sky. The Blue Sky Studios. Oh, we've got a new head of animation, John Lasseter. Next day, Disney buys Fox. Ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. I suppose at least that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> could have been, could have been slightly worse timing than that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be an interesting time. But I do. I you know what? I I really think this is the the chance Disney have now to get Marvel back. It, in terms of for theme parks. If they can work out a decent enough deal for Comcast to give up those rights, and like the Million Dollar Man said, everything's got a price. Everything's it just got won't a price. I, they, I, I don't see how they. The thing is, Universal, Comcast need properties. They need properties. So if they can get something, you know, may, may, you know what? Maybe for. The rights of Marvel Superhero Island, Disney could sell them Modern Family, and we could have Modern Family Island. No, but you know what I mean. Like, there's got there's got to be some properties there well, that they can go. Sign you know me what? up. Well, look, I mean, the thing is, like, we we joked about it earlier, but you know, Aliens, Aliens yeah. isn't, isn't really a kids' property. Neither's Predator. Um, you know, maybe that's the kind of thing Universal would be interested in. Known Universal, they'll probably try and buy a date movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do need another screen based attraction. Well, what properties are in the Universal theme parks that are now owned by Disney via Fox? Is it just The Simpsons or? I believe it is just The Simpsons. Um... I mean, how much of a pain in the ass now? are they going to be towards Universal if Universal wants to expand The Simpsons or change the offerings or do anything different? I don't think they'll be able to again. It'll be the same as Marvel, I would imagine. Yeah. You know, because when when it was owned by... When it was Fox and they wanted to do alterations, uh, I mean, even expanding it in Hollywood, you know, Fox was, like, all over that. Whereas now, you've got Disney there. It's not in their interest to let them take anything more is it so there you go Simpsons for Marvel mm. theme park rights to the Simpsons theme park rights to Marvel yeah if they're that serious about it annual Chuck in Ice Age lots of sales out of Ice Age <laughs> nobody wants Ice Age <laughs> well, how many oh and Towers didn't even want Ice Age were they supposed to well they had it they had a 3D film at Alton Towers for about two years and got rid of it. I remember seeing the Lego 3D film at Legoland and wish I hadn't. To be fair, it doesn't look any worse than the Lego Movie 2 does, so 
maybe that was that was like just a strike of lightning with that one um cool okay well we'll wrap it up um you know it's gonna be interesting it's good the deal's done but it's what's going to happen next. That's going to be the interesting point. And I think we'll be talking about this on and off for a while to come. When everything settles and we start to understand exactly what Disney are going to do with all of that product. Because, you know, I, I can see deals being done. I can see IPs being moved around. And, yeah, I, I think I think this could be this could be the start of something interesting. I hope I'm right. Otherwise, what's the point? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm less optimistic. <laughs> uh, your glass, your glass half full, kind of half kind of guy. I, I I'm not on the whole. It's just I just can't see the logic behind this other than a cash grab. No, well that's it. I'm not. I I can't either. Which is why there's got to be more to it. There's got to be, you know, it's got to be more than just what we're talking about. Because again, you're not going to pay $65 billion for the things that we've said that, you know, that's why they've done it. it there's got to be something else. Either they think they can, you know, stuff they can barter with or something. But that deal is not worth that much. I mean, $65 billion, Avengers that's just come out as what, made one or two billion? Well, I mean, how... it's, it's coming up to two, I think. It's it's gone past two now. So what if now, after the next Avengers, there's another one, and you get all the characters that were in the X Men films? Is that another two billion pound film? Possibly. It's got to be possibly. But you've got to hope Sorry. that that keeps happening because at the end of the day, you know, we were talking and you know, earlier on you said about Star Wars. Well, that's that's showing that Golden Goose is is running out of steam. Well, that's what I've been saying for years with DVC. There are only so many people that are going to pay to buy those hotels, and eventually it will slow down. And it seems like just recently it has kind of slowed down a little bit, but they've got to keep building those hotels. You can't keep building them because they'll run out of land. So. Well, that in, in in essence is a flawed business plan. Do you think that it's got any correlation with the fact that you know just recently Craig almost bought into DVC? Do you think that's what's put people off? Did he? Doddy. <laughs> Daddy. He was tempted. Oh. He was he was tempted. He was tempted. I like like he went for the pitch and he was very tempted to to buy into DVC. So I think I love it. By the end of next year. <laughs> well, another deal to be done, and another deal to be discussed another day, I suppose. Um, so, on that note, thank you very much for listening. Um, I can't even tell you when the next episode of anything is going to be out now because we just seem to not stick to any schedules. But for the better, like rather than going, oh, we'll have another episode next week and not producing content for six months. We seem to go. Oh, we'll, we'll speak to you in a week's time, and then put another episode out in between. So, um, I know, and we don't even put a GoFundMe out at all. Nope, nope, nope. Why would anyone do that? Exactly. We yeah. actually pay for our vacations. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to bring you this information. <laughs> oh God. 
You right. can cut that out if you want. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> you do understand that means editing. Do you really think I'm going to spend time editing this episode? I'm just getting it out. Get it Good. out. It's normally Craig that's getting it out. Yeah, thank God for the videos wasn't on tonight. Um, right, so all I can say is just subscribe. If you subscribe to the podcast, when the new episode comes out, you'll get it. Otherwise, it should be weekly, but it's often more than that. So just subscribe, and you'll just get new episodes when we do them. And that's good. I hope. And don't forget more Lando. Well, yes. The Whatever that released, is. The, 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 uh, the, um, the, what was it? The brother of Columbo? <laughs> Something. Who <laughs> works in a laundrette. Yeah. Something um, to do with Columbo. I'm sure we'll learn more about Morlando as and when it launches at the beginning of July, but there is Morlando, and I think, did we announce ours today as well? Peter? We did. Yeah. We did. So, yep. uh, Discovery, uh, Discover DLP. Um, yep. that is going to be our new Disneyland Paris. Yep. Disneyland <laughs> Paris. Well, another thinking, show? What was, the hell are we? Jim Hill? I was thinking... No, no, because we're putting out new episodes. Um, we, uh, <laughs> I was thinking of, uh, of course, uh, of Officer Tom Paris from um, Star Trek Voyager. There you go. See, I do know some Star Trek. I do know some Star Trek. Um, yeah, so that's, so that's two new shows that are going to be launching within the next couple of months um, for the After Dark Network. So uh, me and P-Dubs get sensible-ish about Disneyland Paris, but not too sensible. And Craig and Lord Luke will be going undercover in Orlando for the Orlando podcast. So, um, yeah, we'll let you know as and when those launch, but um, keep your eyes out on that. Both of them, I think, have got Twitter handles, so find us on Twitter. And uh, until the next episode, we'll see you soon. <laughs> Do we say goodbye now? I mean, that's up to you. I mean, I, you know, I can't, I can't make anyone do anything. If you want to say goodbye, by all means. I need a good goodbye. <laughs> I think that's a good goodbye, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll do one. I'll do, I, I'm Mary Poppins, Jow. Pete does balls in your cup. <laughs> God knows. Lisa, it's your birthday. <laughs> oh, excellent. So, like, we didn't make any Jimmy Savile references, but instead, Michael Jackson. Okay. I see how this is going. Of course, he was, he was innocent. He would, like, prove innocent. Go and buy Moonwalker. Um, you, you, you'd have forgotten how shit it was. It's, it's terrible. But go, go and watch Moonwalker. Um, yeah. Okay. God, that went off on a bad tangent. Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? (laughs) Well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash After Dark Network. Here, you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support.
part of the After Dark Podcast.